A billion years ago, there was nothing but space Then one of God's wet farts threw all the planets in place There were no signs of life on Mars or Venus But planet Earth was blessed with two Growing up stupids Growing up stupids we know Nothing Growing up stupids we know Nothing Growing up stupids we know Nothing Growing up stupids Should No Hello, Hello, baby. Oh, <laughs> nice twist. Oh. Welcome to Grown Up Stupids. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, the Baby Geniuses bonus episode. Yeah, we're doing a slightly we're doing a slight twist on our regular episode style. We're trying to do a Baby Geniuses sort of adjacent episode. Yeah, BG adjacent or Bizarro World Baby Geniuses. Sort of like similar to what we would normally do but slightly different. Warped and twisted. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll probably just mostly sound like a regular episode. Yeah, it'll it'll mostly be a regular episode. Uh, but thank you if you're li- if you're hearing this, it's because you became a member during the Max Fund Drive or continued oh my your membership. Gosh. Thank you. Uh, so we're so grateful to be spending this beautiful time with you. We love you. Uh, we love you so much. Um, and that's not bizarro because we like hate you the rest of the time. That's like not part of that premise of the show. Yeah. 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 That doesn't fit under the umbrella of the premise. Yeah. We got to be clear about that. Um, so yeah, we're, uh, we usually at the beginning of the show, we talk about what's going on in the world, what's going on in our lives. Um, I thought it would be fun. I mean, (laughs) I thought it'd be fun to talk about the distant past. Yeah, Rather I think that that's present. a good good idea because we usually focus on very present moment things. Yeah, and I also feel like, uh, yeah, it means we don't end up delving into some interesting topics. That's, oof, I really just set us up for failure there. That's not what I meant to do. You're trying to avoid delving into interesting topics? No, I just didn't want to like <laughs> hype it up like this was going to be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous. I don't like thinking about the distant past. Really? What what, it, yeah. what about it troubles you? I don't know. It could be, I don't know. I feel like um I don't know. I do I just like to think about the pre- like I don't like to dwell in the past. Let's yeah. Say that. Like I'm like, oh, I might find some uncomfortable things there or like things that I I would have liked to change or, you know. Yeah, that can be that can definitely be tricky. Um I wanted to ask you you came up with some good questions. Yeah. Okay. What is the worst trouble you ever got in as a kid? I have two uh, answers to this, but I want to hear yours. I have a pretty, pretty decent one, I think. Um, so one time I was in the backyard and there was, uh, and our grandma was watching us and we called her Abuela. I seriously thought that Abuela was her name because that's just what we <laughs> called her. And other kids called their grandma's grandma, but you know, she's from South America. So we called her Abuela. Um, and she there was a shovel covered in ants and she said do not touch that shovel and i immediately touched it as soon as her back was turned and then i got ants on me and i screamed and i got in big trouble for touching it and i like definitely overreacted because she had told me not to so because i did it and did the thing i was like oh my god i'm literally gonna die you know because i didn't heed her were they were you in argentina no, no, we were just in. Our, she she lived in California with us. She moved uh, up to take care of us. Okay, so this wasn't working. some kind of like exotic poisonous ant that. No, but they were Argent <laughs> Argentinian ants, which uh, are like an invasive species. Oh, really? California. Yeah, they're just those tiny, tiny black ants. They're all Argentine ants. Oh my god! <laughs> just like sort of um, a coincidence. Uh, is it so though, got, or did she bring it? them here? <laughs> 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 this is turning into an anti-immigration no, I'm, <laughs> so i got the ant on me and i screamed and i got in big trouble and she spanked me <laughs> oh no so wait i don't understand what did she have at stake in this did she just not want you to get covered in ants yeah she was just like okay there's a situation here we got to clean this like kid's shovel off and <laughs> and and i was like i think she saw the glint in my eye when i saw it and she was like don't just don't <laughs> 
but it was just that really primal fear of like having suddenly little things like swarming all over you. Oh my God. My reality, my worst nightmare as a child. Terrible. But in reality, it was probably like five ants got on me at most. (laughs) Like I touched it for just one second. I could have just brushed them aside and never told her what I did, but I, my conscience (laughs) overrode everything. Oh, wow. And you needed to do it just because she had told you not to. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I needed to learn. That's the tricky thing about kids is like sometimes you tell them not to do stuff like that they'll really enjoy because it, it'll be too much for them, you know, and sometimes yeah. you tell them not to do stuff because it will hurt them and kids don't know the difference. I think a lot of times like older people tell kids not to do something because it's going to be a pain in the ass for them. Like like my mom right. once told me like don't jump in the puddle and I immediately jumped in the puddle and mm. she got so mad at me because she was the one who's going to have to like clean me up. Yeah. Yeah. But do I regret it? No. It's a great puddle. <laughs> it was really deep. <laughs> oh boy. What about you? Um so I think the worst trouble I ever got in as like like before I was a teenager. I mean, I didn't get in a ton of t- trouble when I was a teenager. Like the worst trouble I got in as a teenager was I got in trouble for driving on the freeway, which I wasn't supposed to do. Ooh, that's bad. Um, and then my car was it like that scene from Clueless? <laughs> <laughs> not exactly. It was uh because my car was not nice and it broke down on the freeway on ramp. Oh. <laughs> um. So. No, the uh, but the worst trouble I think I got in as a kid was my uh, like a group of me and my friends were going to the movies without an adult for the first time when we were like mm-hmm. 11, I think. And we were supposed to go see Tom and Huck, <laughs> that movie with Brad Renfro and JTT. Yeah. And um, we were standing in line to buy the tickets and we had already been dropped off and we got to talking and it one of our friends had revealed that she hadn't seen Jumanji yet. Mm-hmm. And we were like, you haven't seen Jumanji. You have to see <laughs> Jumanji. And so when we got up to buy our tickets, we decided to see Jumanji instead. And we like, because <laughs> we were like, it starts at the same time. We asked them if it got out at the same time and they said yes. Yeah. And so we went to go see Jumanji instead. And when we came out of the movie, my mom was standing there so furious. Oh, shit. Like, in the lobby of the theater, she was like, what did you do? Like, because she she was like, <laughs> I stood at the back of the theater of Tom and Huck, and I watched every single person leave, and you weren't there. Oh. She just assumed we had all been kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> You all ran away. Yeah. Uh, I guess I was supposed to call her. We didn't have cell phones, but I also just didn't think it would be that big of a deal. But um, yeah, that was a lot of trouble. And then the other time was... I like that it was also like a, you know, PG movie. It wasn't like you snuck into like, you know, something you weren't supposed to see. It was a movie I had already seen. (laughs) Yeah, it was just that she worried about you. Oh, that's the worst. Uh, yeah and you know I probably would have enjoyed Tom and Huck why didn't I want to see that I just really don't I, know. I don't like the unknown yeah no I prefer to see a movie I've already seen generally yeah. generally yeah um, I, I got in big trouble in high school once because my parents kept telling me like you can do what you want after school you just have to call and tell us where you are and I kept forgetting uh, and then finally I'd forgotten too many times and they were like okay that's it you're grounded and I just Sat in my room sobbing, and they only grounded me for one day. Because <laughs> they were very, very permissive with me and never punished me. Oh, man. Well, yeah, I, I think you and I were both people who are really afraid of getting in trouble. Yes. In general, yeah. Oh, my God. It, like, yeah, it. my heart was broken. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever oh. I got in trouble. I, so... Another time that I got in trouble that I remember was, so my parents had this like little woven basket by the phone that my dad dumped his pocket change in every day. And so it was (laughs) honestly like full to the brim. I bet there was probably like $80 in there, all in change, (laughs) uh, at least. And um, I pretty, pretty soon figured out that like, if I took money from there, it would not be missed. 
Right. And sometimes they would be like, if I wanted money for something, they would say to take it out of that. Yeah. And um, <laughs> we lived across the street from a park that had ice cream trucks going by just all the time. And I think one day I asked them if I could go get some ice cream from the ice cream truck and they said no. And I took the money anyway. I went to the park. <laughs> How old were you? <laughs> I think I must have been like six or seven. They would oh, let okay. me. You were pretty young. Yeah, they would let me go to the park whenever I wanted. And my mom had this like triangle that she would ring, like uh, <laughs> like an orchestral <laughs> triangle, to tell us it was time to come back in. That's cute. Um, and uh, so I went to the park. I got my favorite was those like it was like a rocket pop, but it was chocolate banana chocolate. Oh hell yeah. Weren't those so good? Chocolate so banana, good. chocolate ice cream. And I bought one. Um, and then I hid inside this play structure, this like climbing play structure that was like a bunch of cubes connected to each other. And I sat in the bottom middle cube eating it, just like chocolate all over my <laughs> face until finally my mom <laughs> just stuck her head in. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I have been ringing the bell <laughs> oh. and you didn't come back. I, it, it's her fault, really. <laughs> How so? She said no, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> your your desire for ice cream had not been met. And yeah. so you had to take matters into your own hands. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. You know what? You're right. It was her fault. Um, but yeah. And then I, I started crying immediately. And she said, <laughs> my punishment was no dessert for a week. And I made her <sighs> promise not to tell my dad. Oh. Which, in retrospect, she definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> he probably didn't care. He probably would have been mad, but I don't oh, know. Yeah. Oh, man. I got myself an ice cream bar yesterday, and it tasted so good. It was, like, the best oh. thing I'd ever eaten. It was so good. Where'd you get it from? I just got it at the grocery store. It was, like, a coconut bliss. Um, had, like, coconut ice cream with a chocolate and uh, almond oh, covering. Yeah. And it was just so good. So good. Yeah, it's it's funny as an adult when you realize stuff like, oh, I can just buy a box of ice cream sandwiches to have. Yeah. Like I can just have those at my house. Like I forget about that sometimes and then I'm grocery shopping. But I usually shopping. don't. Like the <laughs> other day it occurred to me like I could buy a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch and eat it. I would feel so sick if I did that. <laughs> but like the fact that I could just go buy that and do it like is crazy to me. See, I have golden grams in my house pretty much all the time. And I pr and I tend to forget that it's there. Oh, my God. I would never forget for a single second. It would <laughs> occupy every thought. I almost bought like gluten free golden grams yesterday. Oh, or no, they're graham crackers, not golden grams. Um, oh, very, very different. <laughs> but then I, I didn't because I know I'd eat them all in one sitting. So I didn't. I, think I have. You do it. <laughs> I like sweets. Um, <laughs> I think I don't like sweets enough to be like, I I guess I get a r occasionally driven mad by them to the point where I'll steal and lie and, and scheme <laughs> to get my and grubby little paws on them, but <laughs> and eat them inside a playground structure of sorts. Yeah. Uh, uh, I love that. Those I think That's are the main, like really big, like troubles that I got in that I don't mind thinking about, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Those are good ones. Classic. Uh, thank you. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, too, in terms of like, let's talk about not current events mm -hmm. is um, like, how much do you remember your various crushes through the years? And have so you much. <laughs> and have you like checked in on them lately? Constantly. Um, <laughs> I think I actually... Yes, I, I made a list of like my strongest crushes. <gasps> oh, no, but these are all celebrities. Never mind. Oh, I guess I stayed away from my real life crushes. Um, yes, no, I do look them up a lot. And sadly, um, my first huge crush. Oh, Charlie. Um, he just does not have an internet presence. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say he died. No. Um, <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure. Well, no. <laughs> I do have other crushes who have died, which is really sad. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I know where he works, but, um, he's gotten no photos online, no social oh media. God. I'm just like, that's so weird. Cause he was really popular. Lisa, this is the case for almost all of my crushes. 
It's so frustrating. Like, and I'm I like, don't... did I just like really pretentious guys? Was that my type? And now they're just like not on social media because they're too cool for it. Or are they just like super smart about and savvy? You know what I mean? Because I think it's pretty smart to not have like a strong online presence, you know, just live your fucking life. Like mm-hmm. that, I'm kind of jealous that they have this like Zen, you know, approach. Uh, Jerome yeah. also, Jerome really not, doesn't have any photos online. Jerome, I was just thinking about that name because I remember being so jarred when I found out that was Seinfeld's first name. <laughs> was it? Yeah. There's an episode where Elaine calls him Jerome. <laughs> and I was like, Jerome, I guess Jerry is short for Jerome, huh? Okay. Is it? Oh, what? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm, wow. Hmm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, these these boys are just not not available to stock online at all. And I resent it, but I, also I, resent I respect it. it. I resent it so much. I... Yeah, there's I I think at least like three different guys who I've like searched for so much that like when I start typing their names into Facebook, it'll start showing me the same wrong people that I've clicked on before where I'm like, nope, this is a 50 year old in the UK. But it's hard (laughs) to tell sometimes like for a while you're squinting and you're like, could my crush have turned into this? And it's like, you want to like mash your fingers into his face. Like, like in that scene in Hook where like the little kid is like, yeah, smooshing Robin Williams face. Peter, is that you? Like, I want to do that to like all these like Charlies and Jeromes I find. Could that crush be in there somewhere? They've lost all your boyish charm. Yeah. (laughs) And then I had like a nice revelation yesterday I love that I feel comfortable talking about this because this is a bonus episode, so I know that my parents won't listen, nor will my husband. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I, w- I like got the wild hair to look up another crush I had, who I had tried to look up before and hadn't found anything, mm-hmm. and I happened to realize that part of the reason why I hadn't been able to find him before was because he took his wife's last name. Oh, that's hot. Right? <laughs> mm. I like I like when your crush is validated after that. You're like, okay, I liked him and he actually turned out to be pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. Um to be fair, he had an incredibly difficult to spell last name, which might also have been <laughs> why it was really hard for me to find him before. And his wife has a really like anglicized, simple, oh. simply spelled last name. So maybe that's it. But um Is he still hot? You know, no, <laughs> but yeah. neither am I. <laughs> yes, you are. I think he and I have are at the same level of like we have both sort of evolved in the same way. I can still tell it's him, but it's interesting where it's like I don't I kind of have to squint to see the guy that I had a crush on. Yeah, that happens a lot. Also, it's, like, it's weird to feel so strongly about someone and then to like have it just completely fade and you don't feel it anymore. Like there are guys I had huge crushes on and I cannot remember their names. Yeah. Like the guy who like w- worked, he was like the receptionist at the dog kennel where I worked <laughs> <laughs> in college and he was so hot and I loved it. And I like flirted with him so hard, but it never like amounted to anything. But I could not tell you his name oh, if you man. like held the gun to my head. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And there's guys that we nicknamed. Well, this guy had a super big crush on. We nicknamed him Juice. And I don't remember why. I think maybe because he was just like drinking a juice box one day. <laughs> so we just call him Juice. Um, he sadly died. Oh, geez. Yeah. Poor Juice. Um, I know. <laughs> pour, pour a juice out for poor Juice. Pour a juice box out. Um <laughs> There's like there was a guy I went on like one date with um in high school and it was like a bad date and he like he he played guitar for me and he played a song about about bacne and how gross bacne was and the whole time I was just thinking I have bacne fuck you yeah what an asshole <laughs> yeah I thought he was a dick and then like um a year later he he died like he went to college and and just like drank too much and died oh my god isn't that insane yeah. I'm just like, well, this has nothing to do with me. We only went on one date, but still, it's like, but still, I mean, it's a cautionary tale in multiple ways. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't drink too much at college, but also don't write a song about bacne and sing it to someone on a first date before you've seen their back, unless it's about how bacne is cute. Yeah, and you're okay with it. Exactly. 
I just thought it seemed immature. Um, yeah, but, it's, it's yeah, very immature. Didn't deserve to die, though. Um, uh, <laughs> getting older is weird. Getting older is so weird. And also, like, I, I just feel like uh, crushes... I like remembering how powerfully they consumed me yes. is so foreign. You don't so you don't feel consumed by crushes anymore the same way? Not at all. Like I still get crushes sometimes, but they don't like take over my life in the same way where I like yeah, can't think about anything else and I like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel more comfortable being like nope, those are crushes and I, that that hasn't that doesn't have anything to do with my reality, like my real life. Like this is not going to become right a thing. Yeah, like you're, you, when my life was so much more of a question mark of like mm-hmm. I don't know what's what it's going to become. It was like maybe I'm going to marry them. Maybe yeah. their interests are going to become my profession. Maybe totally. everything about them is going to inform my entire identity. Like this Ugh. could be deciding the rest of my life. And now it's like. Well, if I wanted to act on any of my crushes, I'd have to like literally throw away a big part of my life that I like. Yeah, you'd have to blow your life the fuck up. I'd have to blow my life the fuck up. And then also it's like, I'm still going to keep a lot of like my other stuff though. Like I'm like, you know, even if I blew up my life and like cheated on my husband, I would still (laughs) like, I wouldn't lose my job, you know? Yeah. So in that way, it's like. The crushes, even even in the like theoretical fantasy of like what would happen, it's like it's not as consuming as yeah. all of that, you know. What's the? Did you ever get into like a really bad band or something just because a guy like that you liked was into them? I'm really lucky that the the bands that the guys I had crushes on that I liked were ended up being bands that I liked. Yeah, you know, like that's one thing that I like. I got into the Mountain Goats. Because a guy I had a crush on just listed them on Facebook among like eight other bands that he liked. And I had never heard them before. And now they're like still my favorite band. Like I still listen to them all the time. And I keep forgetting that that's where it came from in my life. Yeah. But like it's so funny. (laughs) It can be a good thing that they expose you to new. Exactly. But uh, I don't know if I ever got into any like really shitty bands because of you. I tried to get into Pinback because the guy (laughs) I liked was into them. And yikes <laughs> sorry if you like pinback it's just not my thing it's just not my thing i did in high school i got like more into primus and tom waits because a guy liked them but i had already liked them so it's like yeah it was a shared oh, god interest. i almost i feel like so many guys i have dated have tried to get me into tom waits and i won't do it <laughs> i fully i fully understand why people would not be into tom waits and i'm currently like you know i haven't like kept up you know with him but i i still think he's good uh, I accept specific. that he's good. I just don't like it. Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> that's valid. <laughs> and I realized that it's like, okay, like if I tried to explain why I don't like it, it wouldn't make any sense because I just said I like the mountain goats. Like if I was like, his voice sounds bad to me. It's like, well, that's what everyone says about the mountain goats. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not I'm not really into the mountain goats, but I know so many friends who are. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't blame you for not being into the mountain goats if you don't like the mountain yeah, goats. Yeah, I can't defend Tom Waits. I'm like, yeah, he sounds like a, like a gravelly carnival barker. Like he sounds really <laughs> corny Stop about it. Up. <laughs> yeah why do i like that but i don't know <laughs> oh wow um have you ever gotten into anything else that was like shitty that your guys you had a crush on were into oh my god i'm sure i have um mm, i can't think of anything though well like I, I like when i started dating adam i was so over that point in my life like he was like i like um noi which is like this like minimalist german like kraut rock <laughs> and i was like nope <laughs> not not doing that for you buddy <laughs> nope absolutely not but i but he's he got me into like some country music and stuff that i like never really listened yeah. to he likes lucinda williams uh she's really great i um, yeah he's got me to a bunch of stuff i will say when i was in college all of the like cool hot guys that i wanted to make out with mm. would party at these like noise shows with these mm. bands that I truly found unlistenable, and I did pretend to like those bands. Some of my friends yeah. were in those bands, and I was just like, "Yeah, I get it." No, I didn't Ugh. get it. 
I didn't get it and I didn't like it, but I did get made out with a bunch. (laughs) (laughs) Worth it. (laughs) I used to be so easy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I never I never was really. I was like I wanted to be and then I was like I would make things complicated at the last minute. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I would get up in my head about it. I mean, I guess that happened to me as well. Um, it was like I was easy and a lot of people didn't know it. So it didn't really come into play as much as it th- I thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Should we move on to um, one of our other Bizarro segments? Sure. Um, let's do what are we calling um, Chunch Chat this week? Oh, it's a uh, pig chat, the segment where we talk about celebrity pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Pigs. When the clock strikes noon, we could have a garbage crunch, fine wine full moon, and we're chatting about pigs. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome to Pig Chat. Lisa, what do we got today? Well, I was just going to do, you know, for some of you, you haven't listened to Pig Chat before. I wanted to do just like a quick overview of which celebrities famously have pigs. <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk about it. So um, Jillian Michaels has a pig named Stella. But that was fun. Jillian Michaels from uh, Biggest, or, the Biggest uh, Loser. Yeah. Oh, that feels complicated in a way I don't like. But p- and I don't, <laughs> I don't really want to analyze it because I. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> let's not. But there's something. It's like she's. It's about her issues. I. I think. Yeah, um, I think so too. But you know, and her her control and like yeah, I don't like it. Princess Anne had a pig uh, that was killed by a wild boar. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Um. It was an, a prize winning pig. Uh. Paris Hilton had a pig named Royal Dandy. Oh, it's pretty cute. I like that. I don't know, don't know what happened to most of these pigs. Um, Megan Fox gave her pig away in 2012 when he became sexually aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I like that. That's <laughs> it's, it's just funny that there's no elaboration on. There's no. I couldn't find any other details. Yeah. Um, Miley Cyrus has a pig named Bubba Sue. Ruby Rose has a pig named Hazel. Although I think Ruby Rose would be a good name for a pig. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Denise Richards has a pig named Rosie. Uh, and also Charlie Sheen once called Denise Richards a pig. Um, in a tweet, he tweeted, Hey, Denise, I own the farm, yet you are the only pig in the pen to sling to sling mud bile and shite every inch your evil cloven hooves trample. Hashtag oink. <laughs> Hashtag oink. <laughs> God, Charlie Sheen is such a piece of shit. He's such a piece of shit. I am. I'm team Denise Richards here. Although she is a Republican. Oh, is she? Yeah. Well, listen, everyone's the asshole here. <laughs> yeah. Except the pig. Except the pig. Pigs are innocent. Um, but yeah, I guess if I had to choose a team, I'm team Denise Richards. But then if there's a loophole, I choose the pig. <laughs> yeah. Uh, David Beckham's wife, Victoria, bought him a pair of pigs for Christmas in 2009, and the couple named them after their close family friends, David Furnish and Elton John. Okay. <laughs> Which is kind of weird. Yeah. It's kind of weird to buy pigs and name them after your friends. <laughs> I think, I agree. I think that that's weird. I also... It just, like, a lot of this, like, really depends on your perception of pigs, because I feel like there's some very different, you there's know, There's a ideas. lot of, like, loaded ideas around pigs, and... Yeah, because it's used as an insult, you know, but then, like, pigs are actually really intelligent and clean, and they're really cute, and, like... Right, and it's also, like, super cultural, like, different cultures think of pigs in different ways, and, like, all animals have, like, different loaded like i was just like thinking about like uh my friend sierra who's navajo like she sees a spider and she gets like excited and she's like that's great that's a great sign and i'm like i see a spider and i freak out yeah and i want to like burn the house down every time i see one um that's and uh yeah they're like different different societies have different feelings about snakes and but yeah pigs seem like i mean especially to the british like they're they share, I think, uh, the American sensibility around pigs. They they use... Yeah. yeah. But then there's... I don't know. When I lived in England, the farmer who kept a farm in our backyard had a lot of pigs. And it, it I, I was sort of introduced to pigs in a different way than I'd ever had been before. And I 
found they were really sweet and like they're really sweet, right? Like yeah, they're very human like in a in a lot of ways. Um, they're very smart. yeah, they're very sensitive. Yeah. Um, um I also Ariana wait. Gra- wait, oh. can I just say one thing about the Elton John thing? You sure can. Naming your pigs after close friends is also a really weird move in terms of like just what the point of a name is, which is like to tell people apart and to yeah. like have clarity when you're talking about what people are up to. And so to just introduce into your life being like Elton, the pig, not the person, did this today. Yeah. Like, why would you give yourself that complication? <laughs> Why would you do that? How close friends are you? Like, are they coming over for dinner? And then you're like... And do you really want this barometer in your life of like, when you say Elton, you mean the pig or the person? And it just varies based on how close you are to the person. Like, why do you want... I don't know. (laughs) Why would you do that? I know. It's baffling to me. And I wonder if they still have these pigs. Probably not. A lot of people who get pigs do not hold on to them because pigs are kind of tough to have in your house. They seem like a better idea than they are. They are, and you'd think teacup pigs are a thing, and then nope, they grow up to be 300 pounds. So, (laughs) um, Ariana Grande had a pig named Piggy Smalls, and it was an emotional support pig adopted by her and Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson got a tattoo of the pig, um, and Piggy Smalls had an Instagram account, but it has not been updated in a very long time, so Mm. I don't know what happened. Who knows? Piggy Smalls. Um, And then most famously, I think, is George Clooney's pig, Max, who lived to be 18 years old, and had a life of comfort and privilege and they were inseparable as described wow. by the press. Um, when did Max he die? Was, um, he died. It wasn't that long ago. Um, in my mind, actually it probably was a while ago, maybe 10 years ago. Okay. Cause I was just I think thinking, I was like, is that what made it so that he ended up like finally settling down with a mall? Right. I mean, I think like Max was kind of like George's, spouse in a lot of ways yeah Uh, oh max had been blamed for bringing at least two of clooney's relationships to an end with the model celine balatran apparently got the wrong answer when she issued an it's me or the pig ultimatum oh my Um, god i don't know who the other one was that it ended uh max was often seen rooting around on set while clooney was filming and was allowed in the megastar's bedroom clooney even took max on a trip in john travolta's private jet (laughs) Wow. Yeah, when did his pig die? I remember he was really sad his about it. His pig died in 2006, and he and Amal didn't get engaged until much later. Yeah. Um. So oh, maybe. Yeah, so 2006. Okay, that was a long time ago. Yeah. I thought it was like five years ago. Wow. Oh. So yeah. he's a he was a good good pig dad. Yeah, he dedicated 18 years of his life. Wow. It's a long time. I wonder how he met this pig. Like, did he set out to adopt a pig or did he just kind of meet the pig and, and fall in love? And Yeah, was I he do on like, like when, a humanitarian mission and he meets it and he's like, you know what? This pig's going to be mine. Yeah. Or like, because the pig in a movie or something? Because I love that when celebrities like meet an animal on set and they're like, okay, I'm going to keep this. <laughs> Does that happen a lot? Yeah. It happens a lot with horses for sure. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um. um I think that's all I got for for pig chat today. For pig chat. Um all right. That concludes pig chat. We'll be right back with two on fun. What? Two on fun. Welcome to Two on Fun. Lisa, how would you explain the premise of this segment? This is a segment where both podcast hosts ask Rob Para a question. <laughs> Rob is our producer engineer. He's with us every time. He endures so much of our bullshit. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and we're, we want to get to know Rob better. And, and let you, the audience, know. Oh, okay. Cancel the whole thing. <laughs> Just dump it. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, all right. And I think we should ask him two questions each. A total of four questions? I think that's fair. I I love that because I was having a lot of trouble um, thinking of what to ask. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, Rob, do you have a favorite holiday? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I, I got to go with St. Patrick's Day. What? What? <laughs> Are 
crazy here's answer. The thing. <laughs> crazy wild. answer. This is why he's not allowed on mic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why? That's the day I met my lovely fiance. Oh. Okay, but that's Yeah. Do you, but do you really like the holiday? <laughs> um yeah, I love green rivers, and it's the only day out of the year that uh, <laughs> that's allowed. How did you meet on St. Patrick's Day? We were both at South by Southwest, and um, <laughs> we happened to uh, run into each other, and we lived in the same city. And So uh, your real favorite yeah. holiday is South by Southwest. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's, in, it's in Austin, right? I've never it been. It sure yeah. is, yeah. yeah. You're, you're not missing out. I mean, I've been to Austin for just like one day, but I've never been to South by Southwest. South by Southwest sucks. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. I mean, there's cool stuff about it, but every time I've been there, it's been like utter chaos. And mm-hmm. it's just like, there's just too many people there. And like everyone who lives there is mad. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's just like a nightmare. It's like every part of the city turns into your least favorite thing about a crowded concert. Oh, I hate that so much. <laughs> I would I would do anything to avoid that. <laughs> I was maybe going to have to go uh, last year, and then and then COVID hit, and I was like, oh no, too bad. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> um, okay, Rob. Um, when is it the most painful for you to not be on mic when we're recording? <laughs> Um, when I have a really quick answer to something, uh, or like Uh, a really funny joke earlier, (laughs) you said, um, Denise Richards has a pig named, and you're trying to find the name. And I was going to say, Charlie Sheen. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't have him anymore. Well, I guess she had a pig. (laughs) uh, That's good. Maybe every once in a while I have something locked and loaded and yeah. it's just I imagine that's how a lot of our listeners feel as well. Oh yeah. That's also Absolutely. how I feel when I'm listening to the podcast uh back again later. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think of the same jokes again, whether I said them or not out loud. Um Yeah. <laughs> well, Rob, I admire your restraint. Um <laughs> <laughs> I would love to jump in, especially with our online recording situation. The delay would make it so I just squash everybody's like train of thought. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there's not enough um, like fluidity in how we record now for (laughs) the momentum to continue if you did that. I know. Um, All right, Lisa, do you have another question for Rob? Yeah. Uh, Rob, what is like the best thing that you cook? Like, do you have like a trademark thing that you can make? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, God, I'm, I'm all over the place. I've been doing a lot of um, I just got one of those outdoor pizza ovens. Ooh. Oh, shit. I'm really knocking it out of the park with that. I got to oh, say. Oh, my God. Those are Fuck. so good. So my new favorite recipe I make is um, I do like Southwest green chili. So like New Mexico Ooh. style. Um, I'll do that instead of pizza sauce and I'll do like Oaxaca cheese. So it's like a Southwestern kind of almost like pizza flatbread thing, probably, um, illegal in Italy, but, um, so you're using still like the same kind of flour pizza dough crust. Yeah, exactly. Although now that you think about it, I wonder if there's a way to do like a more corn corn meal kind of. Yeah, some sort of corn infused crust. Maybe just or like a little bit of like cornmeal on the bottom of the crust. I like the way I like when people do that mm, with pizza. Totally, just corn it up a little bit somehow. <laughs> yeah. Even like a little bit. Even roasted corn as a topping. I'm Ooh, I yeah. got my wheels turning a little bit. But. Oh my god, like <laughs> hominy or something. Oh, oh my god, yeah, uh, like a pozole pizza. Fuck yeah! Oh my gosh, oh. I want damn a that pizza, sounds good. Rob. Damn it, <laughs> come on over. <laughs> All right, oh, shit, Rob. What are your crushes up to now, would you say? Do you know? Um, so crushes. Crushes is a hard... Tr- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just realized, diction- like, yeah, like... The dictionary I have- defines crush as... <laughs> I have no idea, like, what kind of... And the of- bride wrote her own vows. <laughs> what kind of people uh, you had crushes on when you were younger. Yeah. One of them is, like, extremely online now. Um 
the a, a different one. It's Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one, an ex girlfriend, I guess, uh, is the the more interesting story. Is like she works at Disneyland now wow. as like a character. Oh wow! <laughs> Can you say which, which character? Is, <laughs> I cannot oh. because if you looked it up, you would find her. Wow! Oh, wow. Oh, uh, that's unfortunate. I really want to know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> off mic. We'll take off this mic. off mic. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I promise it's more interesting than the license plate that Emily shared off mic the other yesterday <laughs> or the other day. I liked that, though. I thought that was fun. Yeah. Uh, wow, shoot. I, I want to guess which character. Is it like, it's Buzz Lightyear? No. <laughs> <laughs> we can't guess. But I want to know, do you, like... What was it? Is there a sort of a defining type that you had when you were younger? Uh, somebody who likes me. <laughs> <laughs> that was not my type at all. Mine was exclusively uh, people who didn't know I existed. <laughs> Same. Mine oh, was man. mine was big headed blondes who are uninterested in me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> mine was definitely. Oh, you like to give me attention. This feels nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> healthy yeah super healthy um, yeah all right well does that conclude two on fun i think it does rob do you have any questions for us absolutely not <laughs> yeah you I, know I, too much about I, us I, I, yeah <laughs> you're good yeah uh all right uh that concludes two on fun we'll be right back with wiki of the bonus whoa <laughs> But do we have any reject egrets? Oh, right. The opposite of an endorse horse is a reject egret, which is a bird that spits out something you tried to give it to it. Uh, is that true? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, what is truth? Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. Baby geniuses reject. Letting nature take its course. Endorphins pump from the source when they hop up on that. Egret. Two babies want Reject. Egret. Source voice. Rejecting services and items, no remorse. Two babies, one reject. Egret. Riding off into the sunset. Now here's something we reject. So a reject egret. So it's like uh, it's not something you hate necessarily. It's something that someone recommended to you that you didn't like, that you don't recommend to other people. Something was recommended to me. I mean. I was looking at like what were our COVID trends over the last year um, oh, yeah. and something something I tried but did not enjoy uh, was Animal Crossing on Switch. I didn't like it. Oh, interesting. Just weird because a lot of my friends are really into it and I kind of had FOMO like I wish because I because they were all like playing with each other and got each other's codes and stuff. But I think it's because I had played the last iteration of Animal Crossing so heavily that by the time this one came out, I was like, oh, it's not really different. And I didn't like how in the game you kind of had like a smartphone that you had to navigate, you know, and it had apps. And I just, it felt too much like real life to me. It wasn't relaxing. Mm, okay. <clears throat> Sorry. I guess for me, it's um, exercise. <laughs> Tried it, didn't like it. Tried it, didn't like it. I believe your recommendations. Like, I understand that it's good. It's just not for me. No, I don't know. I, I was trying to think if I actually do have like a reject egret. I don't know if I, I'm trying to think of what other things people have recommended to me lately that um, I was watching this show for a while called, oh my God, I cannot remember the name of this show. What is wrong with me? It's about. Is that the name? No, it's, um. wait, I, I have to look this up now. Um, a British show about two old people. Who fall in love? Hmm. Um, Last Tango in Halifax. <laughs> um, oh, never and, heard of this. Uh, my parents recommended it to me, and I will say I liked the first few seasons, and then I was like, "Why is this still going?" Which I rarely yeah. say about a British show. <clears throat> wow. Um, yeah, it just got too soapy for me. Um, mm. But it's the first season's great. Um, yeah. I think the second season's good, but yeah. Anyway, Last Tango in Halifax. That's my reject egret. I like didn't continue with it. It's one of those shows where um, spoiler alert, skip ahead if you don't want to hear about this. 
uh, there's an <laughs> unnecessary lesbian death. Oh, like there's like a I happy lesbian couple and then one of them dies for no reason. And I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that so much. Yeah. It's fiction. You don't have to kill off the. Yeah. It's the kill the kill your lesbians trope. Um, and it was just so it was too sad. It was too fucking sad. Is that sad. a trope? Do, do lesbians get killed off a lot? Yes. It's a it's a big trope where it's like lesbians are so rarely given happy endings with each other. Like if you look up on TV tropes. Kill your lesbians is like a big one. Um, and oh, no. it's a thing that uh, audiences rightly have gotten mad about because it's just sort of like punishing. Anyway. Um, oh, shit. So that concludes Reject Egret. Uh, it's time for um, Wiki of the Bonus. Bonus. So here's our adjacency. So we're not doing a Wikipedia page for this. We're doing just like a different type of wiki. Yeah, this was uh, sent to us by Sia Files, and uh, they wrote, This isn't a traditional wiki, but it is from the Lost Media Wiki. This is about a movie I care about a great deal and have probably watched 20 plus times. Wow. It's also the worst movie ever made. A beautiful tale of mismanagement and capitalism gone wild. There used to be a 24-hour live stream of this movie, and my group chat of friends would just dip in every now and again when we didn't know what to do. Sharing, because this is something I care about, and the list of attached names and brands is way wilder than I actually realized. I hope this hasn't come up before, but it's worth sending anyway. And I had heard of this, but um, I, I still haven't seen it. I've watched like clips of it, and I've read about it, but um, this hasn't come up on the podcast, I don't think. No, it hasn't. Um um yeah i'd never heard of this either um and i don't know if there's anywhere online where you can watch it or do if you just have to like pirate it or something because i i think or is it on youtube i wonder will you send me the link again Mm -hmm. okay yeah so it's the lost media wiki for the movie food fight um which is a partially found early version of cgi animated film from 2002 uh Food Fight is a CGI animated movie from Threshold Animation Studios, considered by many to be one of the worst animated films of all time. The early, <laughs> ouch, there are a lot of bad ones. Um, the uh-huh. early version of the film seemed to be a lot different from the original and was slated for a Christmas 2003 release. However, the hard drives that contain the film were reportedly stolen and production was stuck in development hell for a decade. Then after lengthy development, Food Fight was finally released in 2012 to largely negative reviews. Oh, my God. So they kind of made the movie twice. That's insane. Yeah. And so it's like so much of the animation is like stuck in this like really early like type of animation style that just did not age well at all and not at all it doesn't by the time it came out by any standards hope, <laughs> hopelessly dated yeah um, okay history conception for the first version of food fight materialized in 1997 from lawrence kazanoff and joshua wexler at the time an employee of threshold in late 1997 threshold applied for two trademarks for the food fight name related to merchandising A $25 million grant was issued on behalf of a Korean capital firm at the request of Wexler, and an additional $50 million was expected through various product placement and pre-sale market hype of the film. With cash in hand, I mean, that's so much money. With cash in hand, development of the film began in 2002. CGI and voiceover work took place at Threshold Santa Monica, California studio. Threshold thought that the pre-theft version was going to showcase the uniqueness and ability of their studio. Critics and investors were initially so confident in the film that some of them actually called Threshold the next generation Pixar. Oh, boy. <laughs> and Larry Kasanoff was like, um, he he was a producer on like True Lies and some of the Mortal Kombat movies, uh, but otherwise like hadn't hasn't really directed anything i just thought that was interesting yeah. i like true lies i'm a big fan so <laughs> uh the film reached an impasse in development in december 2002 hard drives containing the film's progress were reportedly stolen leading to the entire film having to be made over again from scratch oh my I, God. 
That's so insane. Um, As a majority of the budget was already spent on licensing products, mascots, actors, and production, it was given a new live-action take and was produced on a very restricted budget using the insufficient software. Attempts were made to release Food Fight by 2005. In 2007, a distribution deal was struck but soon fell through as no one knew when the movie could be released. In 2011, the remaining assets of the film were put up for auction at a starting bid of $2.5 million. What? Whoa. Uh, Boulevard Entertainment ended up winning the assets for Food Fight and worked to release the film. The finished product was released June 15th, 2012, but was met with negative reception. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, plot. Food fight, and I wonder if we can play, Rob, maybe this is a question for you. There's a, there's a, like a preview video that has a song that sort of explains the plot of Food Fight. Absolutely. That I would love to play the audio of. Maybe yeah. we can do that. <laughs> I think maybe we just would play like 20 to 30 seconds of it. People will get the, the you gist. know, enough. Okay, yeah. yeah. Let's drop that in here, maybe. <laughs> yes, we'll make it happen. <laughs> Okay, Food Fight is stylized as a, quote, toy story in a supermarket, as it was about products in a supermarket that come to life when the store is closed. The film includes many legendary food mascots representing the large portion of the budget that came from the product placement. The film follows the original main character, Dex, who is a detective in Marketropolis. (laughs) <laughs> Dex then proposed. So wait, I'm a little confused. So they spent so much money licensing products, but yeah. so much of their budget came from product placement. Like, why were they paying money to license products while getting money from other products for product placement? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. The film follows the okay, blah blah blah. Uh, Dex then proposes to his girlfriend, Sunshine Goodness, before. And wait, so what is Dex? Is he, he's like a dog? He's a dog. Which yeah. is just like, that makes no sense. Okay. Dex then proposes. He kind of <laughs> looks like Mr. He's like a Mr. Peanut Butter, yeah. but he's a detective. <laughs> yeah. He's like a combination of McGruff the crime dog and Dick Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, before Dex proposes to his girlfriend, she vanishes. Six months later, while Dex is partying, Brand X then appears. Brand X attempts to destroy Marketropolis, but is stopped by Dex. The film stars actors and actresses such as Charlie Sheen wow. <laughs> and Hilary Duff. Um, they played and voiced original mascots Dex, Dog Detective, and Sunshine Goodness, respectively. Wow, I did not know that this starred Charlie Sheen. Yeah, me neither. I like that the trailer, um, it has like no dialogue in it, right? It's all just a song that is... Uh, about the plot it's a parody song of copacabana yeah where it's like she was his girlfriend then she was stolen <laughs> it's yeah like, <laughs> it's, it's wild it's wild uh availability it's unknown whether food fight could have lived up to the hype surrounding its original production <laughs> the, early, <laughs> the early progress on the film that may have been salvageable currently resides in the hard drives that to this day are still lost before the hard drives that contain Food Fight were stolen, it's estimated the film was 60% complete. It is unknown what happened to the remainder of the film that was not that was on the hard drives. Um, the original trailer, a few reels, and some concept art have been the only pieces of the original film that has resurfaced at the time of this writing. So what the fuck happened? Who stole the movie? I don't know. And... Yeah, it's unclear if it was stolen or if it just got destroyed or like. Yeah, I, it just like this is just a mystery that I would really, really love the answer to. Yeah. 
Um, um, then there's a list of mascots from the final film. <laughs> there's a lot. I think we should read them all. I don't see why not. Yeah. This is a bonus episode. You should get all the bonuses. I mean, yeah, it's not too much to read. Uh, so starting with them in the final film, it's Casey Penguin, Energizer Bunny, Punchy, Charlie the Tuna, Mr. Clean. Okay. Twinkie the Kid, Curly Cupcake, Vlasic Stork. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I love the Vlasic Stork. Uh, Duncan Hines. I didn't realize Duncan Hines was a mascot and not the founder of the company. <laughs> Lenders, ba- uh, Lenders Bagel Boy and Mrs. Butterworth. <laughs> Hungry Man, Mama Celeste. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Tootsie Roll Owl, Tootsie Roll Midge. Both got both. Spammy, Dinty Moore Lumberjack. The California Raisins, Mr. Mr. Bubble. I feel like the California Raisins are easy to get. Yeah. What else are they up to? Um, Chef Boyardee and Aunt Jemima. They had Mrs. Buttersworth and Aunt Jemima. Great. Um, and then there's a list of characters that were cut during production, and I wonder why. Um, it, that includes Chester Cheetah. That's a huge one. Yeah. That's, that's sad that they cut that. But he's in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, the Lipton Tea Man. The Brawny Paper Towel Man. The Coca-Cola Polar Bears. Ooh, that's a big loss. Big loss, yeah. Uncle Ben. <laughs> Count Chocula. <laughs> Alphabets, all the M and M's. Oh, oh, wow, yeah. Contadina lady. I don't know what that is. Me neither. Yeah. Uh, Dolly Madison. Don't know. Mister Pringle. Ooh, mm. big loss. Oh, the tricks rabbit. Yeah. Oh man, and Honey Bear. I love Honey Bear. Uh, me too. I love Honey Bear. So sexy. Yeah. <laughs> so sexy. The like definitely the, swa- the, the swaggiest. <laughs> yeah. Chiquita Banana Lady, the Coca Puffs Bird. Mm. Oh wow! Honey Nut Cheerios B, Lucky. Oh the mm. the Leprechaun. Yeah, Captain Crunch. That's a big one. Wow, Angel Soft Baby. Okay, <laughs> and, li- and Little Debbie. Wow. That, why did they lose these? That's what I want to know. I guess they just didn't have the ability to license them or something. Yeah, I don't want to um, read all of the products that they were going to use though. That's not as fun as the as picturing the but. In the one of the posters, like I definitely recommend checking out like the visual assets for it because like there's one cover of the of the DVD that's like a shopping cart just with the Vlasic pickle and the <laughs> tuna that like s- Starkist tuna guy, um, and then trailing <laughs> behind them are the two dogs who star in the movie. Yeah, they really put the brands um, foremost in this. Uh, I like that they had Ding Dongs and Ho-Hos in the final film. (laughs) That's important. Wow, and Eva Longoria was in it, and Wayne Brady. Wow. Here's the thing I don't understand. Why are there characters that are like dogs and chipmunks? Like, what are they doing in this movie? I mean, was it just kind of like a like a bargain bin kind of copy of like, you know, the chipmunks movies, which were popular or like, yeah, but it's like, you're already doing like, if you're doing toy story, it should be, I mean, it should be sausage party. It should be like the food is coming to life. Right. Or the, yeah. Or if it is all of like the brand mascots, then it should be another mascot. It's just unclear to me, like why, where these dogs are coming from. And are they, I think, um, so little thought actually went into this and so little creativity. They were just like, oh, who would be a detective? Well, there's McGruff, the crime dog. So this would be a dog. And then the the female characters in the movie are just kind of like basic hot female designs. Like, yeah, they're, they're truly um, props. Yeah. um, (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's not, none of this um, seems like it would have been, I, I I don't know. I have low expectations that the original version would have been good either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. Um, I mean, it's easy. It's easy for them to say that it would have been because yeah. it's lost <laughs> to time. God, I'm dying to see this movie. I bet it sucks so bad. It looks bad. It looks really bad. I'm sorry to sorry to everyone who was involved, but my goodness. Um. Well, does that conclude <laughs> Wiki of the Bonus? 
It does. Um, thank you so much for sending this to us. I really, yeah, we really appreciate it. I really want to see this fucking movie. It was good. Um, uh, all right, that concludes <laughs> Wiki of the Bonus. Um, it's time now <laughs> for what did you learn? Where I tell Lisa what she learns, and then she tells me what I learned. What did you learn? Oh, um. You learned that Rob makes a dope pizza. Yeah. Like amazing sounding pizza. Yeah. And you learned. My mouth is watering. You learned that Rob loves St. Patrick's Day. I did learn that. (laughs) (laughs) For a very sweet reason. This is real, real quality secret knowledge that our only the, the most special listeners are now privy to. Yeah, oh, I hope you all feel very lucky. Yeah, you should. Um, and we really appreciate you. Yeah, thank you so much for um, being a Max Fun member, for listening to this extra episode, for being our friends, and for supporting our bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> en- enabling us. <laughs> <laughs> it's all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> You've created two monsters. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy okay uh you you know the deal uh, goodbye <laughs> and, and good night <laughs> <laughs> hooray good night and good luck boo grown up stupids nothing grown up stupids nothing grown up stupids Nothing. Grown up stupids. Not a thing. <laughs>